Support for Veterans Corner on Veterans Corner Radio is made possible by M&M Printing and the Observer News of Ruskin. Hello and welcome to this edition of Veterans Corner Radio, information for and about veterans. On today's Veterans Corner, Bill Hodges talks with D.J. Reyes, mentor number one of Judicial District 13, the Veterans Treatment Court of Tampa, Florida. Retired United States Army Colonel D.J. Reyes is an interesting man and someone who works tirelessly for his fellow veterans. He was mentor number one in our Veterans Treatment Court and has been very instrumental in helping to pass the federal level bills that now establish veterans courts all over the country. For this podcast, Colonel Reyes talks about the early days of the court and how it is constantly adapting to meet current needs. Here now is Bill Hodges with Veterans Corner on Veterans Corner Radio. Welcome to Veterans Corner, a show dedicated to providing information to all those who have served our country's military and to their families. Now, here is your host, newspaper columnist, management trainer, and Air Force veteran, Bill Hodges. Hi, I am Bill Hodges, and this is Veterans Corner Radio. And I have a very special guest. All my guests are special, but this guy has really put a lot of work into the veterans community, not only in our area in Florida, but all over the country. I have with me a longtime friend, DJ Reyes, who's a Colonel, retired US Army. And DJ, can you give us a little background on your military career? I know in a minute and a half, there's not a much that you can say, but put it, in perspective to all the service you've given. Well, first of all, Bill, thank you very much for inviting me onto your show. Uh, for the audience, and many can resonate with this, I grew up as a military brat. My dad was in the Army. He served uh, both in the Korea War and the Vietnam War and retired after 25 years of Army service, retired as a warrant officer. So when I attended college at the University of Notre Dame, in 79, I also attended on a four-year Army ROTC scholarship. I got commissioned, and then I did 30, over 33 years of service wow. uh, in the Army. I uh, received uh, graduate degrees both at Temple University in Philadelphia and then at the Senior War College uh, at the Naval War College in Newport, Rhode Island. Uh, my two major focuses in the military uh, were in military intelligence and special forces, and I spent a good majority of my career in both of these two areas with multiple deployments, especially uh, in the later years in Iraq, Afghanistan, and North Africa. Wow, you worked for General Petraeus, I believe, did you not? I did, I actually worked for him a couple times. The first time I was his senior intelligence officer, G2, when he was the division uh, commanding general of the 101st Airborne Division during the onset of the Iraqi invasion, OIF-1, in March 2003, and then later during the Iraq surge in 2007, uh, when he became a four-star and in charge of all of multinational forces Iraq, I got called, recalled back out of brigade command. I was in England at the time to uh, become his director of the, in, the Multinational Intelligence and Operations Center at Camp Slayer, wow. Baghdad. 
Now, once you got out, all of a sudden, you are now mentor number one of the Veterans Treatment Court, which has become really the blueprint for how these courts should be done all across the country. How did that happen? Wow. Okay. So before I cover that very quickly, I would like to share with the audience our website because everything I talk about here and things that I won't, you can find on our website. It is www.hillsboroughcountymentors, all one word, .org. And on there, you'll find everything about our program, our genealogy, history, um, some of the events we do, the composition of our mentor program, et cetera, et cetera. So in 2013, after I retired, the bottom line is I wanted to give back to our community and I wanted to do more community service and I knew I was going to retire here in Tampa. And long story short, I found out about the Veterans Treatment Court, which had not yet been established in Tampa. But through some friends, I was able to connect with the first judge, Judge Richard Weiss, who was embarking on establishing the program. And this is back in September of 2013. And this is what he said to me. He said, Colonel Reyes, I, I don't have a judicial administrative order. I don't have staff. I don't have any funding. And I certainly don't have any veteran mentors who can volunteer time to help our program. Would you be willing to join me in this effort to help um, establish this program? And I said, of course I would. So on 1 October 2013, the Judicial Administrative Order number one, one of three that we have now, was established. And we started off our court with a judge, his assistant, myself, an assigned public defender, and an assigned state attorney. And we had six veterans in our court. And that's how we started back in 2013. And as you know, the rest is history, how we have grown. Wow. It's fabulous. How many do you have now? How many mentors? Uh, last year, we hit a high mark of over 140 uh, due to COVID wow. and due to people rotating in and out because we have active duty mentors, as well as those that are retired and those that are working in the community. We're hovering around active wise, we're hovering around 50, 50 or so uh, mentors in the local area. What I also believe is important to understand is at the high water mark of last year, our veteran defendant docket reached a number of 225, which was at the time the largest docket in the nation of over 500 and growing VTCs across the United States. Currently, we have, I believe, just under 100 veteran defendants on our docket, again, due to COVID and other challenges that we have. But still, we're up there. We're definitely up in the top 10 easily of size-wise for dockets uh, across the United States. You know, I've done shows with Judge Holder and Judge Shante, who are both great guys. I just sit in awe of them. But You've worked with both of them, and people know a little bit about VTC or Veterans Treatment Court. Why don't you give us a little background of what it's supposed to do or what it actually is doing? Exactly. So the best way to really understand it from a, a non-lawyer point of view, and especially for local veterans who are out there who may be interested in joining our cause as a local veteran mentor, which would be great either here or in other VTCs across the nation. Look at the Veterans Treatment Court as a hybrid court. Basically, it combines the best of several types of courts. It's set in a criminal court setting. 
So you have your judge, you have your state attorney, you have your public defender, but you also have some additions. You have veteran mentors who are volunteers in the community to help mentor these veterans. And you also have the Veterans Administration, the VA, that helps in a lot of the medical therapies, counselings, and treatments. The other thing that's unique about the Veterans Treatment Court is that it combines the best of drug court and mental health court. So many of the veterans that we see that come into our court commit offenses as a result, directly or indirectly, of something that they experienced or suffered while in military service, a disability or a disorder. And some of the more common ones we're seeing now are post-traumatic stress disorder, traumatic brain injury from explosions or roadside bombs or suicide vests, alcohol or substance abuse, and unfortunately, military sexual trauma and sexual assault. We're seeing several of those that are coming into our courts. And so if you're a veteran and you've committed certain types of offenses that are allowable by state law to be admissible into the Veterans Treatment Court, and we can show that you've had some sort of condition, you've experienced a condition or a disability, such as what I just mentioned, and we can get the VA, especially in most of these cases, to help, then you'll, in more cases and not, you'll be admitted into the Veterans Treatment Court, into this rehabilitation program. And it's a five-step model program based on a national model known as the National Association for Drug Courts Professional. That's the model that we follow and most VTCs across the United States follows. You know, I think it's exciting in this county in particular, you have a full buy-in by the sheriff, Sheriff Chronister, I think has done a great job of working with the court. And Julianne Holt, as the public defender, has just been special. And of course, our prosecutors, again, they seem to work well with the court. Yeah, that's an excellent point. And in fact, I was just talking about this to another person out in Nevada who had uh, reached out to me with regards to a veteran that's out there that could be eligible for their VTC out there. And one of the things that I did mention to this person was that this VTC team is special. It's special because you have a judge. It's not required, but I can tell you most VTCs that I've seen both in and outside of Florida uh, have VTC judges that have served their veterans. So they understand what it's like to be a veteran. Many of them like Judge Shante have deployed uh, into combat zones. In fact, Judge Shanti and I actually served at the same time in Iraq during the invasion. And he, as a side note, he was actually the staff judge advocate assigned to one of my best friends who was a brigade commander in Baghdad at the time during the onset of the invasion. So you can see the familiarity of this court and how close it is. And it's all based on relationships. Julianne Holt, our public defender, one of the original uh, plank owners of the VTC that helped stand it up as well. And I got to tell you, I'm the biggest fans of our public defender's office and the PDs and our case manager, Jason Gonzalez, who every day is in the county jails, looking, actively seeking out our veterans you know, that are jailed and that could possibly be, uh, that could possibly qualify for the VTC. So it's a wonderful team with great synergism. Yeah, we've taken that program we did with Julianne Holt and put it into the podcast library. So those of you that want to follow up a little more 
can go to the podcast library for Veterans Corner Radio and find it. It's a great thing to listen to because it does show that coordination between the two. I've only got about a couple of more minutes, but what I'd like to do is jump from Hillsborough County to the nation. You've worked with Congressman Belarakis, I know, in order to get a bill passed to make this a standard across the nation, at least at the federal level. Absolutely. So uh, a few years ago, and it was actually to give all due credit to Congressman Charlie Crist, uh, he sponsored H.R. 886. That is the VTC Coordination Act of 2019. And in essence, what this with this bill, which has since been signed by President Trump last August 7th of 2020, what this bill does is federalize funding streams nationally for all VTCs. And we do have a limited budget, and every year we're working on increasing the budget line on there. But Congressman Bill Rockus, who I sit on his advisory committee, uh, was also a sponsor to this bill. In fact, it received, it was amazing because this received such huge, significant uh, bipartisan support because they realized yeah. that veterans are really a nonpartisan issue. Veterans are a national issue. We got to take care of our veterans. And uh, if we send them, to, especially if we send them deployed and they come back broken or affected in some way, it's our moral responsibility to help treat and help rehabilitate them. But we were able to get this bill passed and it is at the national level right now. And we continue now, even as we speak, to try to get more funding for it for 2021 and the out years. I'm running out of time, but I'd love to have you come back, DJ, and talk a little bit about the national program and maybe even expand a bit on what we're doing in Hillsborough County. Would you do that with me? Absolutely, Bill. You know I would. Thank you very much again. My guest today has been Colonel DJ Reyes, and he's just everywhere. It, you, wherever there's a veteran going in any direction, he's there marching along beside him. I thank you so much for all the effort you put into our veterans. And Colonel Reyes, your wife, will talk about her one of these days, all the things she does. So thanks for being with us. Remember, folks. You're unique, you're special, and you're great. Tell yourself so often because you are, you know. And we'll talk to you on the next Veterans Corner Radio. You've been listening to Veterans Corner with your host, Air Force veteran Bill Hodges. The views expressed on this program are those of Bill and his guests and are opinions based on the best available information. In matters of law or governmental regulation, it will always be best to check with the appropriate agency. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us for the next Veterans Corner. Here's a quick final thought. If you're enjoying these podcasts, why not take a minute to subscribe or mark Veterans Corner Radio as a favorite? It's easy, and you'll be set to be among the first to find out when new podcasts are published. And thanks again for listening to Veterans Corner Radio.